Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Sean O'Malley, who is coming off a win against Piotr Jan at UFC 280, and let's just get to it. Did Sean O'Malley really win that fight? Because this decision has been probably the most controversial thing about UFC 280. Everyone is saying that Piotr Jan got robbed in this fight, and I'm going to give you my perspective on it. Watching it live, I thought Piotr Jan did win the fight. Yes, Sean may have had the bigger moments on the feet, but Jan was still competitive and also had some big moments himself. And then when you add in the takedowns, the control time on the ground, I thought by the end, yes, yeah, Sean O'Malley put on a valiant effort and despite this defeat, he's going to gain a lot of respect and jump up the rankings because of this. But I didn't think he was going to win in the end by split decision. Once they were announcing the scores and I heard it was going to be a split decision, I thought it was crazy. And then to hear that Sean O'Malley was the guy who won by the end, I was in utter disbelief. Because like I said, I thought Piotr Jan did enough to win. And even looking at the stats, I was like, how did the judges give this to Sean? Yes, Sean was up in the significant strikes category, but Jan wasn't far behind. And then when you add in the takedowns and control time on the ground, on paper, I thought this win should have went to Piotr Jan. But will I call this a robbery? No, I wouldn't. Because in the end of the day, it was still a very competitive fight. But personally, I would lean more towards it was a competitive fight, but still wasn't enough for Sean to win this one. It was more of what a valiant effort by Sean. Yes, he's going to lose this one, but what a growing experience this was for him and he proved that he belongs in the top five despite losing. So to see him get the win was very surprising and personally I thought Sean himself was surprised as well. Once the final bell rang he was not looking very happy and I feel like in his mind he thought you know what I just wasn't able to do enough especially in that final round where Piotr ended up on top and was just controlling him there. Even the commentary team was saying Sean has to do something big in this final minute in order to take this fight and because he was unable to do it I was like okay Piotr got this but something like that is clearly commentary bias and that's why I had to kind of look at it without that perspective and figure out for myself if Sean O'Malley should have won or not and here's the thing like I said I wouldn't consider it a robbery it wasn't like it was a one-sided fight and then Sean won Sean did a lot of things in this fight on the feet he landed the better shots and overall in the stand-up yes he got clipped as well rocked a few times but for most of the stand-up exchanges he was winning them and although I didn't think that was enough for him to win this fight I could understand in the judges eyes why it was enough because we're not looking at it based on stats we're looking at it based on a three-round scoring system and although round two was clearly for Piotr Jan especially because of his takedowns and top control rounds one and three were very close round one I would say that Sean was landing the better shots on the feet and although Piotr was competitive there as well especially with the leg kicks he also brought the fight down but still it was a very close round and I wouldn't be surprised if anyone gave that first round to Sean based on more impact and the same could go for round three. Early in that third round, Sean was lighting up Piotr. And yes, Piotr was coming back with counters of his own and ended the fight on top. But I too wouldn't be surprised if people gave that final round to Sean as well. There were two very close fights compared to 
one very dominant round two from Piotr. And I think that's where people are tripping up about this. Because yes, rounds one and two could have went to Piotr as well. And there's an argument that he won all three rounds. But Sean was still staying competitive. And although overall, it may have not been a close fight, especially when we look at the stats, when we look at it round by round, it starts to become a little bit closer. And that's how the judges score it. Two judges gave Sean O'Malley rounds one and three, while one of them gave Piotr rounds one and two. And when I see that, I could kind of understand why Sean O'Malley had his hand raised by the end. But in the end of the day, if I was a judge, I still would have given this decision to Piotr Jan. He looked great in this fight, and it sucks to see him put in all this work and just lose in the end based on the scoring system. And that's why Dana always says, don't leave it into the hands of the judges. And this is a prime example of that. Piotr did great, but he also had moments where he was in trouble. And at one point he got cut open and and of course, that doesn't look good to the judges. So there was a lot of factors as to why you could have given this win to Sean O'Malley. So robbery, no. But in the end of the day, I do believe Piotr should have won that fight. Regardless, a very impressive effort from Sean O'Malley, who was ranked outside of the top 10 and went up against the number one guy at bantamweight. For him to even make this a competitive fight is truly impressive. And by the end, win or lose, I was proud of the guy. And I even said this before. I said this was a great opportunity for him because if he wins, he just beat the number one guy in the division and leapfrogged everyone. But if he loses, valiant effort. We're proud of him and he belongs at the top of this division. The worst outcome for Sean would have been had he gotten dominated for all three rounds. That's when this fight wouldn't have been impactful for his career. But the best scenario came out of this. Not only did Sean come out with the win, but the fight was very entertaining. And I got to give credit to Sean because like I said, it didn't seem seemed like he was confident that he won by the end. So when he did get the decision, he wasn't boasting about it or gloating whatsoever. He was like, I got to watch it back. It was a very close fight. Obviously, it was the most damage I've taken in a fight. But overall, he was very thankful for sharing a fight like that with the crowd. And that was the best way he could have responded after such a close fight like that. And in the end, we can't be getting mad at this guy. If anything, get mad at the judges or more importantly, get mad at the scoring system. This is why more people call for open scoring, whether that's not by a round by round basis or actually telling the fighters what the judges are scoring it after each round. But that's a whole nother discussion. For now, I want to talk about Sean O'Malley. What's next for him after the biggest win of his MMA career. And honestly, to me, it seems like the UFC wants him to fight for the title next. Even Dana White in the post-fight press conference was siding with Sean in regards to the decision, and it seemed like he was pushing his name in regards to who will fight for the Bantamweight Championship next. And with Aljamain Sterling defeating TJ Dillashaw on the same night, I think that's the next matchup the UFC wants to make. Sean O'Malley challenging for the belt against the champion Aljamain Sterling. And I gotta be honest, as great as this has been for Sean O'Malley and I love that he proved me wrong in my prediction against Piotr Jan. I just don't see him winning this fight against Aljamain Sterling unless he keeps it on the feet but Aljamain is so good with his wrestling. It's hard to get back up when he has you on the ground. So for Sean that matchup is a stylistic nightmare. 
because even with Piotr, he was struggling with the wrestling. And credit to Piotr because he is a solid wrestler, but even Piotr was having troubles with Aljamain when it came to the wrestling and top control. So personally, I see that same thing happening if Aljamain fights Sean. He's going to avoid the striking exchanges by bringing the fight down and just tiring Sean out there. And who knows, maybe he'll get the ground and pound finish or submission finish while he's there. Aljamain's momentum is at an all-time high right now, so it's going to be hard to defeat him, especially for someone like Sean O'Malley. But there also have been talks about Aljamain fighting Henry Cejudo next, the former bantamweight and flyweight champion who retired but wants to make a comeback. And it seems like the UFC wants to go that direction, so if it's not Sean fighting Aljamain, who should he fight? And it's hard to say because Sean leapfrogged everyone in the division after beating Piotr Jan. He is now number one at bantamweight. But if he does want to fight down, I think the biggest option would be Marlon Chito Vera. And although I've been preaching for that rematch to happen as a championship bout, I wouldn't mind it happening again right now. But preferably, I would like to see Sean challenge for the belt. And if that matchup between Aljamain and Henry doesn't come into fruition, then put Sean in there. And let's see if he can become a UFC champion. But what do you think? Did Sean O'Malley beat Piotr Jan? And who should his next opponent be? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you on my next one.